Hey, Rock Church, happy Resurrection Day. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, we create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Thank you for joining us on today. I pray that each and every one of you are in our virtual worship platform on today. We're all together in the same place. Hey, I love you. Hey, I cannot wait to just speak to each and every one of you. I know it's been a year, but hey, can I say God has really been good to us. He's been kind to us. Can I just give you a quick praise report? Over the last year during this pandemic, every bill has been paid on time. Nothing has been turned off. Nothing has been paid late. No return checks, no NSF uh, fees that we've gotten back. Everything that we paid out this year, including the seeds that we have sown to our media team, including those people that have been a blessing to us. Can I tell you, thank you, Rock Church. We have been able to stand over the last year, and it's because of your giving, and this is what I want you to do. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to stop. I want you to celebrate. You can see now, you can see that we went to another level in our media. We've been able to purchase cameras. We've just been able to do so many things because of your giving, because of your faithfulness. But here it is. We haven't lost any ground. We've gained ground. This is why we're standing today. I really encourage you to just enjoy these next four Sundays, the I Am Jesus worship series. It's gonna change your life. Today, I'm talking about three faces of reckless love. Those moments where you're betrayed, those moments where you're denied, and those moments where those who love you the most, they doubt you. I want you to take some time, just enjoy. Enjoy the chat today. Take some time and let our virtual prayer team pray for you. Your life matters, Jesus matters, and worship matters at The Rock Church. Happy Resurrection Day. Come on, let's get to the temple. Three faces of reckless love. It'll change your life today. Peace. Hey, good morning, everybody. We're so excited to be here uh, on today, and we're thanking God for this moment. Thanking God for each and every one of you uh, on today. Um, it's so amazing what technology can do um, for us in this season. We've all been in a virtual season uh, for the last year or so, and uh, it happens to just be the weekend that we're recording um, all of our sermons for April. And I wanted to make sure that uh, I was a part of this moment. And so uh, I want you guys to just really be encouraged on the day. Uh, I don't want to preach to you, uh, but I really just want to encourage you this weekend. And I want to talk to you today about the three faces of reckless love. I know that we're celebrating Resurrection Weekend. I know that many preachers are going to be hooping and shouting about he got up and three days and all of that stuff. But I've been in a worship series all of this year. That's going to be our theme. And uh, I really felt that during this time, as we minister to leaders, as we minister to people that are broken and hurting during this time, that it's very important that we understand that during Jesus's ministry, I know that Jesus has already risen. So you guys stay with me on today. Um, but I want to minister this moment on today, uh, three faces of reckless love. Jesus had to deal with three faces 
of reckless love. Father, we thank you for this moment. Let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord. Let it be our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, But now faith, hope, love, abide these three. But the greatest of these is love. I want to say that again. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, But now faith, hope, love, abide these three. But the greatest of these is love. Love is what you do for others. Although love is not always reciprocated, it should always be given freely. Love never makes a list. I want to say that again. Love is what you do for others. Although love is not always reciprocated, it should always be given freely. Love never makes a list. The three faces of reckless love. What does love mean? Love is an intense feeling of deep affection for someone or something. What does that word reckless represent or what does it reflect? It reflects a person or an action without thinking or caring about the consequences of an action. When we think about the reckless love of a Savior, when we think about the reckless love of Jesus Christ, uh, we have to understand that when he came into this earth, he understood that his reckless love, his unconditional love would be given freely, that it would not make a list. It would be given in moments where it would not be reciprocated and given back to him in ways that it was given. He understood the consequences, that I'm going to love people that will hate me. I'm going to love people that will betray me. I'm going to love people that will doubt me and deny me. I, I'm going to love people that will spit in my face and persecute me and talk about me. But when we think about leaders who have been called and assigned to carry await in this season, I want to talk about three faces of reckless love. I want to talk about that today. When we look at the life of Jesus, many of us look at the miracles and we look at the signs, wonders, and the healings that took place. But when we think about it, Jesus is love. Uh, you guys have heard that song by the Commodores, Jesus is love. You've heard the hymn, Jesus, yes, Jesus loves me. But why does he love me? What what did it cost for him to love me so much? The three faces of reckless love today. I want to talk about it today. Three faces. The face of betrayal, the face of denial, and the face of doubt. The three faces that Jesus had to deal with during this moment of his life as he's preparing to go to the cross, as he's going through his ministry, as he's going through things in his life, he has to deal with three faces of reckless love. Number one, he has to deal with the betrayal. Number two, he has to deal with the denial, and then he has to deal with the doubt. Leaders today must understand that each and every one of us carry a brick in our life. You can see that I'm picking up this brick today, and the first brick that you've got to know how to carry is the face of betrayal. It is those who deliver you into the hands of your enemy while you're in a garden moment. 
Many of us have been assigned to carry a brick in life. Many of us have been assigned a Judas. We all know who Judas was. Judas was that man who was assigned to Jesus. And he was not only assigned to Jesus, but he was assigned to betray him. He, he, he was assigned to, to, to catch him at the weakest moment of his life. It was in the garden where he is betrayed. He is sweating and he's, he's, he's at a moment where he's saying, Lord, if it be thy will, just take this cup away from me. But not understanding that... He must take a cup of betrayal. Many of us are being weighed down with so many things in life, but I want to ask a question to our leaders today. Can you really bear the weight of a rock that says betrayal, a rock that says betrayal? Jesus said unto Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with the kiss? He not only betrayed Jesus, but he kisses him, he greets him, he hugs him. How many of us have ever been in a moment in our life where your Judas is standing right in your face? Come on now, your, your Judas is walking with you, and as he's walking with you, you've got to bear a brick. You've got you've to bear the weight of understanding that if I'm going to win in this situation, if my church is going to grow, if destiny and purpose is going to grow in my life. Uh, I've got to bear this brick of betrayal. Come on now. Uh, Judas was assigned to betray Jesus at a moment where he was broken and vulnerable. Now, many of us are going to say, well, Pastor Fred, what, what are you talking about? Jesus was still in his human state. Come on now. He, he was still in a place where he could feel pain. He was still at a moment in his life where, where he was not in his deity, but in the garden, he experienced experienced a vulnerable moment where he was weak. He goes to the disciples and he says, can you not pray with me for an hour? I'm, I'm over here. I'm broken. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm going through. I'm, I'm preparing to, to carry a brick called betrayal. Come on now. I'm preparing to taste a cup that I was not really prepared to taste. I, I knew that the cup was assigned to me, but I'm talking to some leaders today. I, I'm talking to some church folk today. I, I'm talking to some fathers and mothers today. You're, you're trying to understand, can I get away? You cannot get away. Come on now, your Judas is in your life to challenge you and to challenge your response in the, in the face of betrayal. You've got to expect that it's going to happen. Your Judas will teach you how to see them face to face. Come on now. Uh, many of us understand, come on now, this, this brick is not light. Come on now. It, it bears the weight of hurt. It bears the weight of betrayal. Your, your Judas will teach you how to reach out to them and embrace him. Jesus did not turn his back on Judas. Judas, Judas uh, stood right there. Even though Judas was hurt, he was bothered. But Jesus understood that this is a part of my test. It's a part of the assignment. Many of us as leaders, we want to put the brick down and we want to say, God, just take me another way. But sometimes you got to take two hands to hold the brick up when the one hand gets tired. You've you got to do whatever you got to do to keep this brick of betrayal in your hand. Why? Because it's a part of your assignment. Come on now. You're walking through a season of COVID and pastors have been betrayed. You, you're walking through this season where your church is probably shut down and numbers are low and, and people have betrayed you, not your enemy, but we're talking about Judas. He was a friend of Jesus. He was one of the disciples. He, he was the 
treasurer. He walked. He sat at the table. Come on now. He even partake of, uh, of the supper and the bread. But here it is. You've got to know how to carry the brick of betrayal. Come on now. Not only do you have to know how to carry the brick of betrayal, but we're talking about three faces of reckless love. Come on now. The first one is betrayal. Come on now. The second one, hallelujah. We've got to talk about Peter. Come on now. The moment of desire, the moment of denial, the face of denial, reckless love teaches us how to do what when we're betrayed. Come on now. Reckless love teaches us how to do what. We've got to learn how to bless those who persecute us. Come on now. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. But after you pray, after you come out of the betrayal, you got to take up the brick of denial. Come on now. There's so many bricks in our life. There's so many assignments in our life right now. That was the face of what? Denial. The face of betrayal. And now we're dealing with denial. Peter comes and he says to him, hallelujah. He says right here in Matthew 16, 22 and 23, Peter took him aside and he began to rebuke him saying, God forbid it, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But Jesus turns around and he says to him, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me for you are not setting your mind on God's interests, but man's. Can I talk to you today? Come on now. Jesus had to deal with the, with, the, with the brick and the face of betrayal. But not only does he have to deal with Judas, he has to deal with Peter. Peter was his boy. Come on now. How many of us got a Peter? You've been denied by some things in your life. You've been denied by Peter. Peter steps out and he says, oh, Jesus, I'm not going to leave you. I'm always going to be here. We've always heard that. As leaders, we've always heard that, 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 that you're going to stay with me and you're going to rock with me and no matter what, but you've got to understand that there is a brick in your life that's assigned to you called denial. Come on now. Peter was assigned to deny Jesus at a moment where Jesus had to walk alone. There are moments in our life as leaders that we have to walk alone, and your Peter will deny you. That Peter that you've raised up, that Peter that you've built up, and I know that Peter wants to be with you, but Peter says, I'm going to be with you but there's a moment where God says I need you to walk alone I'm going to allow somebody closest to you to deny you have you ever been in a moment in your life where you've been denied and you've got to carry this brick in your hand you've got to keep this brick in your arm you've got to keep it close to you why because it's a part of your assignment and you cannot allow someone to come and take it away you cannot allow it to fall to the ground why because God knows how much you can bear. Three faces of reckless love. Jesus has to deal with betrayal. He has to deal with the denial. Come on now. Your Peter will challenge you to remain focused on your assignment. Your Peter will bite off more than they can chew. Come on now. Peter stood there and he said, I'm going to always be with you, Jesus. I'm always going to be around. But Jesus understood, no, 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 no. You can't bear the weight of this assignment. You can't bear the sight of my persecution. You won't be able to bear it and you will deny me three times. Peter denies him. But Jesus understands that reckless love has to bear a cross. It has to bear 
bear a burden called denial. Come on now. If you and I are going to prosper, if you and I are going to reign with Jesus and we're going to reign with the Father, we've got to know what it means to bear betrayal. We've got to know what it means to bear the burden of denial. Three faces of reckless love, betrayal, denial. Come on now. Jesus forewarns him that you will deny me. But the application here, when denial hits your life as a leader, uh, come on now, we've got to be able to restore those who have lost their way in life and ministry. Jesus knows that Peter has denied him. However, he understands that restoring Peter was important to the kingdom and the foundation. He goes to him and John 21 and 17 and he says and he says to him for a third time Simon son of John do you love me Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, if you really love me, then tend to my sheep. Come on now. There are moments in your life as a leader that you've got to restore your Peter. We've got to restore those who have denied us. We've got to restore those who have walked away from us. Why? Because there was purpose in Peter's life. Peter assignment was to do what? Was to allow Jesus to walk alone. It was Jesus' assignment to go back and grab Peter and bring him back into his place. But you got to understand that before you can restore Peter, you've got to carry the brick of a Peter called denial. Come on now. Three faces of reckless love. There is betrayal. There is denial. And then there is the face of doubt. Come on now. The face of doubt. Uh, I can deal with betrayal. I can deal with the denial. But the hardest one is doubting me. Come on now. You know me. Can you give me? You won't even give me the benefit of the doubt. As leaders, you know that I've been a good pastor. You know that I've stood right there with you. You know and you have heard the words of God. You've seen miracle after miracle. You've seen signs and wonders. But God assigns you another brick called doubt. Come on now. How many of you as leaders have ever dealt with doubt in your life? And you've ever been in a moment where your own leaders. Come on now. I'm talking to leaders today. I'm talking to some pastors today. I'm talking to you today right now. I know that this is resurrection weekend, but I'm talking about in a COVID situation, your friends doubted you. Come on now. Your co-workers doubted you. Your loved ones doubted you. This was an assigned burden that God placed in your life to push you so that people would understand. Hallelujah. Come on now. The three faces of reckless love, betrayal, denial, and now I've got to carry the hardest one, doubt. Come on now. I got to look Thomas in his face. I got to hear Thomas say, come on now, I don't believe. Come on now. I, I need to see it for myself. Come on now. The three faces of reckless love. Those who doubt you and doubt what you have accomplished. Come on now. You know that the church has been good to you. You know that the church has been feeding people. You know that the church has been healing and signs, wonders, and miracles have been taking place and you still doubt God? Come on now. Don't become offended at doubt. Come on now. That's when you fall on your knees and you begin to pray. That's when you lift up your head and you begin to pray and you begin to worship God. Why? Because God has assigned you to carry a brick called doubt. Come on now. 
a doubt. Come on out. So the other disciples were saying to him, we have seen the Lord, but he said to them, unless I shall see the imprint of the nails and put my finger into the place of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Unless I see the pastor do this, unless I see Sister Momo do this, unless I see God do this, I will not believe. But you've got to understand that doubt comes to distract you. Come on now. That God will use doubt to push you into, the, into your purpose. It'll push you into the presence of God. It'll push you beyond the places of frustration. Why? Because God wants you to be able to stand tall and to reflect the greatness and the power of God that is in your life. Come on now. Don't allow Thomas to cause you to become angry. Don't allow your doubters to push you to a fight. Don't allow your doubters, come on now, to cause you to begin to even doubt yourself. Come on now, come on now. If you can trust yourself, while other men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubting too. Come on now. I, I need you to understand this. Come on now. You've got to be able to keep your head clear while others are blaming it all on you, but they're doubting you and doubting themselves. Thomas does what? Thomas was assigned to doubt Jesus. He was assigned to doubt him. Your Thomas will choose to believe otherwise because of fear. Your Thomas will challenge you to even begin to think otherwise. But Jesus says to Thomas, no, 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 no. I understand that your doubt is for me. Come on now. Your doubt is for me to prove who God is. Come on now. Don't get mad. Don't turn your back. Don't start fussing. Don't start rebuking. No, no, no. Just lift up your hands and say, yes, God did it. Come on now. If you really doubt, just come and see. If you really doubt, come on now. Just take a look at my life. And my life is the perfect example of what Jesus has done for me. Come on now, if you want to doubt, many of us are carrying bricks today. Many of us are trying to get rid of the burden of doubt. Many of us, we want to put down the bricks and we just want to shout and we just want to get all of the residue, but we don't want to carry the weight. Come on now. I'm talking the weight where you bear down with denial, where you bear down with betrayal. Come on now. Sometimes you got to carry two of them at the same time and my shoulders are getting tired. My arms are getting tired, but can I speak to leaders today? If you can just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, if you can just station yourself and see the power of God and understand that God has assigned you a weight and the weight is to do what? To restore a nation. Come on now. The weight of betrayal is going to cause you to restore a lost generation. The weight of doubt is going to cause you to restore a Thomas who really believes but he's just afraid. Come on now. The weight of denial is going to cause you to reach out and go get the Peters that need to be re uh, that need to be rebuilding the kingdom of God. Come on now. God has assigned each and every one of us a weight. Are you going to carry the weight?
Are you going to break down under the pressure? Are you going to throw your brick down and let it fall apart? But are you going to keep it in your hand and bear the weight? I know my arms are a little tired right now, but I understand that if I can just rest in the promise of God, if I can just rest in the heart of God, if I can just keep on believing, my God, that one day God is going to, come on now, exchange the weight. Come on now. Y'all know the song, the hymn says and exchange it someday for a crown so I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. My heart for each and every leader today is that you will bear the burden. Three faces of reckless love. Jesus did not go to the cross empty. Jesus did not just get up from the grave because he just got up. But Jesus went to the cross heavy. He carried a burden and on that cross was betrayal. On that cross was the doubting Thomas. On that cross was denial. On that cross was persecution. On that cross was hurt pain, agony. I want to speak into your life today as a leader. I want to speak into your life as fathers and mothers and sons in the gospel and the kingdom of God. That if we're going to win in this season, we're going to have to be able to accept that Jesus, if Jesus had to bear the three faces of reckless love, what does it mean for you and I? That God is going to assign us moments in our life where we'll have to overcome betrayal, where we will have to deal with denial and doubt. I speak and I speak the grace of God that each and every one of you will understand that as you move and as you grow, that your life has been given an assigned brick. Whatever that brick may be, don't put it down. Bear your cross, bear the pain, because he says to reign with me is to suffer with me, but in the end, generations will win. I love you on today. I appreciate you on today. Apostle Joseph Prue, I saw you in my sleep on last night or a couple days ago, and I simply just want to say this to you, sir. I believe that the transition for you and our city is really moving. I believe that your sons and daughters are going to begin to ascend in the city like never before. Many of them are going to come from afar, and they're going to begin to plant churches all around this region here, this northeast region. And as they begin to do this, God is going to release you. He's going to release you from that senior pastor duty where you're preaching every Sunday, and God is getting ready to position you as a Joseph. 
He's getting ready to position you in the palace where you're just going to be feeding and you're going to be instructing and overseeing. And most of your travel is going to be outside of the country, not just over in uh, Africa, but I see you traveling more in the season when God allows the gates to open. I see you doing a lot of traveling over in Europe. I see you doing a lot of traveling over in Asia. And so the Lord says, begin to position your sons and daughters in such a way that you'll be released from the weight of taking care of the everyday, everyday things that most senior pastors do. And the Lord says that in this season, I'm going to elevate you into a posture, into a position, a prepared moment where you will be a recognized voice across this nation and across this city. To Apostle Rosemary Parker, I love you. I appreciate you. To each and every one of you, I thank you for this moment on today. I pray that the blessing of the Lord make it rich in your life, that it add no sorrow. And remember that we create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. To the young generals that are out there on today, I want to encourage you to stay in the fight. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid to take the model of your forefathers. Don't try to rebuild something and invent something that you don't have to do. The young generals, don't be afraid to find your mentor and find your spiritual father or your spiritual mother so that you can get the, 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 the correct guidance and that you're able to be accountable. Don't just be a renegade but be someone that's connected to the generational voice that heals, saves, and delivers. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a good day today. May the Lord God bless and keep you. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Peace. Hey, everybody. What an amazing moment today. Y'all saw me with these bricks here. I'm going to pick them up again. What brick have you been assigned? It is that brick of denial, that brick of doubt that you've got to walk through life with. They're very, very important. Jesus had to bear a brick. Denial, doubt, betrayal. As a leader, as a father, as someone who's aspiring to do their own business, you have to understand that your three faces of reckless love will one day occur in one of these three areas, betrayal, denial, or doubt. I want you to pray with me right now that God is going to give you and I the strength to bear the burdens, to bear those bricks that have been assigned to our life, those bricks to endure denial, those bricks to endure doubting, and those bricks that deliver us into the hands of someone who has betrayed us. My prayer is that God, that you will strengthen us as a church. You'll strengthen us as a family today, oh God, that you will allow us, oh God, to remain in a place where we will not put down our assigned bricks, oh God. We know that the weight at moments and times in our life becomes unbearable, but we know that you give us strength to persevere and to be persistent as we're in pursuit to please you. My prayer today is that, Father, that you will not leave us. There are moments that we may walk alone, the moments that we may feel alone, but we do understand that there is an end. 
Jesus said, and the Bible says, that if you reign with me, you must learn how to suffer with me. Suffering is just not when you're going through, but suffering is when you're bearing an assignment that reaches and causes you to be pushed into your purpose. Rock Church, let's start fresh. Let's bear the assignment. Let's not become distracted. Let's not start with a detour, but let's remain focused. Three faces of reckless love. I love you on today. I appreciate you. Make sure that you invite someone to join us here. We're here every Sunday. We're not on Facebook at 10 a.m. anymore. I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to release it because I know y'all, y'all going to say, well, I'll get there. I want you to join me here every Sunday. I want you to bring your family. I want you to let your kids get on so that I can talk to them. We can love one another. Rock Church, Soul and RC dot online dot church it's the place where your life matters jesus matters and worship matters all the time i'll see you next sunday god bless you peace